Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Yokohama tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Thanks for listening to the best of Outkick the Coverage podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the Coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis on Fox Sports Radio. The ALCS and the NLCS roll on. The Astros get a win to avoid the sweep, and the Dodgers break out the big sticks and absolutely rain down runs upon the Braves. Huge game four now with the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw looking for redemption. How many times has that story been out there? It feels like every time somehow Clayton Kershaw pitches in the postseason is some sort of morality play on whether or not he's ever going to be able to win a World Series title. Atlanta area sports fans are nervous. We'll get to that and discuss it as the show progresses. But I would say the biggest story that is out there by far right now is Nick Saban has tested positive for COVID and as a result will not be able to coach against Georgia in the biggest game of the weekend in college football with the Bulldogs rolling into Tuscaloosa. Now, this Nick Saban positive comes on the heels of two games so far this week in the SEC being postponed. The Florida uh, game against LSU, which was set to take place in Gainesville, and the, uh, the game between Vanderbilt and Missouri, Both of those games postponed because of too many positive tests at Vanderbilt and too many positive tests uh, at the the University of Florida. Now, the Corona Bros out there are celebrating, especially people in the media. It's really wild to me how many people in the media are obsessed with sharing every positive test as if it is in some way a massive danger. The reality is, I think, college football has gone way better than anybody who is a Corona bro could have possibly expected when the season started. Yes, some games have been postponed. Yes, some out-of-conference games have had to be canceled. But the bigger picture here is no one has actually had to go to the hospital who was involved in summer or fall athletics for any sport based on testing positive. And even Nick Saban, who is 68 years old, and even Bobby Bowden, who is almost 91, and even Donald Trump, who is 74 years old, everybody who is of an advanced age and is testing positive in this, uh, in this public arena is being fine. And that's because of the overall data, which reflects that people who test positive for this virus end up being completely fine. And a huge percentage of them 
only know they ever test positive because they are being tested on a daily basis. Now, I keep hitting this data because I think it's significant and not enough people are otherwise talking about it, but it is incredibly important to know what the actual numbers reflect and the fact that virtually no one is talking about this is disappointing to me. And and one reason why our audience has skyrocketed is because I think there's a desperate need for honesty in a world where almost no one is honest these days, particularly in the media, and everybody's agenda-driven, I try to at least bring you basic facts. Here are the most recent data as it pertains to uh, survival if you test positive for the coronavirus across this nation. Okay, are you ready? If you are between the ages of 0 and 19 and you test positive for the coronavirus, your recovery rate, is 99.997%. Between the ages of 0 and 19 and you test positive, your recovery rate from the coronavirus is 99.997%. If you are between the ages of 20 and 49, your recovery rate is 99.98%. The vast majority of people who live in America are 50 or younger. If you are 50 or younger, your recovery rate is somewhere around 99.99%. Okay? It's almost impossible if you are under the age of 50 for you to die of the coronavirus. Remember, this is not even of the coronavirus. This is dying with the coronavirus. Okay? So if you're under the age of 50, there is almost nothing that is going to be able uh, to to cause harm to you, even if you test positive, all right? And that is the vast majority of the American population under the age of 50. But some people say, oh, what about if you're older? It's still not very deadly to you. If you are between the ages of 50 and 69 and you get the coronavirus, you have a 99.5% recovery rate. Every single person under the age of 70, 99.5% recovery rate. If you put all of those numbers together, under the age of 70, you are nearly, nearly guaranteed to be perfectly fine. Okay, what if you are over the age of 70? Even if you are over the age of 70, you have a 94.6% chance, even if you test positive, of being fine. Now, those numbers roughly reflect what happens as you age. You become more likely to have severe health consequences when you become ill. But Nick Saban himself says he feels perfectly fine. I believe we have audio of Saban saying that. But I was informed early this afternoon uh, that I had a top positive test for COVID-19 on a PCR test. At this point, I'm completely asymptomatic, feel fine. Uh, Our medical officials have told me as long as I remain asymptomatic, I will have a daily PCR testing per SEC protocol. When we're in our own personal bubble here, I think everybody's in a much safer place. I think as soon as you travel, you get exposed to a lot more things and a lot more people, if that makes any sense. Even though I've worn a mask on the sidelines, I wear a mask all the time, uh, in the hotel, on the bus, uh, in the plane. Nobody really knows, you know, how this occurs. Uh, Obviously, Sark has been a head coach before, and uh, I'm not sure exactly how this is going to play out in terms of when the game comes you know, whether I can have communication with people or not. So um, we'll we'll have to research and sort of figure that one out. But we did have a plan for each coach on the staff as to what might happen. And we just got to go from there. Just like if we lose a player, we have to do the same thing. All right. So that is Nick Saban addressing his health-related concerns. Not surprisingly, the Corona Bros in the sports media – have immediately used this as evidence in conjunction with LSU in Florida and Missouri and Vanderbilt being canceled, uh, sorry, postponed. They have used this as evidence for why college football 
isn't going to work, for why football isn't going to work, and everything else. And here is my challenge, because a lot of those people will end up listening to this, and we need to clip it, and we need to share it. If you are in the sports media, and you believe it is unsafe to play football this fall, I don't believe you should be able to cover Saturday and Sunday football games and tweet about them or talk about them or write about them in any way. Because if you are going to constantly lecture those of us who believe that this virus is real, but that we can't sit in our basement underneath cover curled up in the fetal position until there's a vaccine, if you are going to lecture those of us who insist on continuing to live our lives, then you have a moral obligation to no longer cover football. Quit your jobs. If you believe that football shouldn't be played this fall, and if you're constantly going to whine and lecture everybody the minute there's a positive test, you should have the moral authority to recognize that you are a hypocrite and you can't tweet all week long every possible negative story involving college football and then on Saturday and Sunday tweet about games and write about games. I mean, this is infuriating to me. You can't spend Monday to Friday talking about how ridiculous it is that football is played and then come Saturday and Sunday you're constantly covering the games as if nothing has changed at all. The reality is you are a hypocrite. Sports is going, particularly football, far better than the Corona Bros would have ever believed. I went to a game in person on Tuesday. I'm going to another game in person on Sunday. Next week, I'm scheduled to be in Knoxville for the Tennessee-Alabama game. All of those games I will be attending. I took my family on Tuesday. I'm going to take my family on Sunday. This is going far better than the Corona Bros told you it would ever go. But it doesn't mean that when you're testing daily, you're not going to have asymptomatic cases and you're not going to have people testing positive at some points in time. This has got me fired up because the sports media, in many ways, has become the enemy of sports fans themselves. And I think much of it is political. I think sports media members have gotten totally deranged over a virus with a 99.99% recovery rate for people under the age of 50, which is the vast majority of coaches and players in this country. And even for people who are older connected with the world of sports, Bobby Bowden's about to turn 91 and beat this thing in a week. Nick Saban is 68 and doesn't even know that he has this. When in the world have we ever had a virus that people wouldn't even know they had unless they were getting tested daily? Does that sound like the world's deadliest virus to you? It's so deadly that people wouldn't even know they had it unless they were getting tested on a daily basis? The obsession with positive tests is a huge flaw for our country. Shutting down schools in any way for kindergarten all the way through grad school has been a disaster that is unsupported by the data. The tens of millions of people who have lost their jobs deserve to be able to go to work and assess risk themselves. And the Corona bros in the media who are constantly obsessed with sharing every single negative story, I just want to be straightforward and call them out and everything else, I'm telling you that this is a flaw and they shouldn't actually be covering sports. And literally, as I'm sitting here making this argument, I got a breaking news story from the Wall Street Journal, a decline in mammograms and other screening procedures amid the pandemic is leading to missed and delayed cancer diagnoses, data shows. You know what else? And that's awful. Do you know what else data shows? More people are dying now at a young age because of the lockdown and the shutdown than we are saving by far by any lockdown or shutdown decisions. This is infuriating. It's nonsensical. 
It's without logical basis in reality. Look at the data. My God, it's insane. Do you guys agree with me that it's hypocritical for all of these sports media members to be lecturing us every single time somebody tests positive and saying basically, oh, it's not safe to play college football or the NFL. And then those same people, when games happen on Saturday and Sunday, turn around and cover the sport. Look, if it's not safe to play football, why are you, who matter far less than the games themselves, why is it safe for you to travel and cover the games themselves? Don't you have a moral obligation to quit your job if you believe it's not safe and if you're going to be lecturing and haranguing everybody out there who's a sports fan and who's a football fan in particular all the time? Danny G, is that not logically consistent? If you don't think it's safe to play football and you are constantly writing those articles and constantly sending those tweets, shouldn't you then not cover the sport? Don't you have a moral obligation to actually adjust your own behavior? Shouldn't you quit your job and say, okay, I'm not going to cover football for the fall? This seems to me logically consistent. If that's the position that you're going to adopt, does it to you? I couldn't agree more. Take one for your anti-sports team and go on layaway yourself. I knew Saban. I knew that some in the media were going to try to make Nick Saban their poster boy immediately when I saw the headline. Yeah, because he's a huge target. Um, I think it was back in September I saw this on OutKick where the coach in – the high school coach in Mississippi – he was actually yes. coaching from the lift. Yes. <laughs> I think that because Saban is fine, he should actually coach from a lift. That would be awesome. It would be unbelievable. If they, if at the uh, if the game in Tuscaloosa, if they brought in, for people who don't know, there was a Mississippi high school coach who lived next door to uh, basically the high school football stadium. And he tested positive for COVID. He was asymptomatic. He felt fine. And so he rented a lift. Uh, and they lifted him way up into the sky so he could see into the football field. Like, he was basically in a much higher press box. And then, as a result, he was able to uh, to, to coach from that lift. I, it would be unbelievable if they figured out some sort of loophole like that for Nick Saban to be able to coach. Because I guarantee you, he's way more nervous about Steve Sarkeesian coaching against Georgia than he is uh, about the coronavirus. And I got to tell you, This is also an interesting test for those of us out there who are gamblers and have always wondered, hey, what is so-and-so coach worth on the sideline for a game? The answer seems to be right around two and a half or three points. The line has moved if you are a gambler in the Georgia at Alabama game. It's gone from about six to about three and a half in terms of uh, how many points Alabama is favored by. So in theory, Nick Saban on the sideline on a game day is worth about two and a half points, which is quite a few points if you are familiar with the line. And yeah, look, six to three and a half, the numbers can vary based on what the line is, but I thought that was pretty significant. Dub, do you you agree with me that all these people out there who are like, oh, it's unsafe to play football, if that's your position, then why is it safe for you to cover football? Should, I mean, if, if you believe that playing football is unsafe, then why should your job, which requires you to write or talk about football, why should you be able on Saturday and Sunday to suddenly flip the script and talk about football like there's no major, uh, no major issue at all? Shouldn't you, from a pure logic and honesty perspective, say, you know what, I'm quitting my job for this fall. I won't accept a paycheck to write and talk about football if I'm going to constantly be lecturing people about how football isn't safe to play? Yeah, it's totally hypocritical. I mean, you can't have it both ways if you're one of these people because, I mean, and Danny G's idea is incredible. If if, if Nick Saban actually does that... I don't think that he's allowed to under protocol. I don't think if you test positive that you are allowed to be, because they had this discussion, you know, could you be up in a press box, right, by yourself with nobody else around you? Because the idea is they don't want to set the precedent that, you know, you could be exposed to someone else and lead to them getting, you know, getting the virus. So it is a really funny question and a fascinating thing to think about because I'm sure 
Nick Saban is going to make all sorts of arguments like that in favor of why he could do it. But I don't think that they will let him do it because, look, we've had a lot of coaches who had issues. You know, if you had a heart attack or if you had, um, you know, a recent surgery or something, we've had a lot of head coaches coach from the press box at some point in time. And I'm sure that's where Nick Saban would prefer to be. Uh, Joe Paterno, back in the day when he when he was unhealthy, he coached a lot of games from the press box. I remember Derek Dooley at the University of Tennessee when he had to have his hip uh, surgery and he wasn't able to uh, to stand on the sideline. They had him uh, in a wheelchair in the press box, um, which you know occasionally will happen. But I, I think that's already yeah. been addressed and Hugh it's not Freeze, permitted. Who was on the show? Hugh remember? Freeze. Yeah. Oh yeah. Hugh Freeze literally from a hospital bed, which is one of the craziest things that's in ever existed. In the skybox, a hospital bed in the skybox. Yeah, in the skybox, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. But yes, I'm sure Nick Saban, Dub, you're right, would love to figure out a way to do it. I don't think he can do it. But to me, the Corona Bros should not be able to uh, to coach. I agree. And in terms of the gambling perspective, the two and a half, three points, whatever it is, I'm sure Nick Saban is, you know, he's going to be coaching all week via via Skype or Zoom or whatever whatever application they're using in Tuscaloosa. So I, I think that's a little a little steep, to be honest with you. Here's the question I have. Is there a technology that would allow him to watch the game from his house in real time and maybe even a direct feed in-house from the University of Alabama, which might be a feed instead of watching on television, you know, like most of us will be doing on Saturday night, if it were a feed that was, you know, sort of the all 22 from up top that is immediately being sent to him, is it possible enough to eliminate the lag to allow him in some way to be on a headset from his house or from some other location outside of the football stadium where he can communicate with his coaches? I I don't know the answer to that, but much of what a head coach does is make the big, broad, strategic decisions. I, you know, you may not need to make a decision on what defense you're going to be or what offensive play you're going to run uh, in, a, in a moment-to-moment basis, but is that permissible in some way? Uh, I think that's an interesting uh, question. Eddie Garcia, are you with me that the uh, all the Corona bros out there who are obsessed with basically telling you over and over again, oh, it's not safe to play football – Shouldn't they step up, put their money where their mouth is, and say, I'm not going to cover football for the rest of the fall instead of lecturing all of us all week long and then showing up on Saturday or Sunday and writing and talking about the games that they're watching? Shouldn't they be consistent? If it's not safe to play football, then certainly why in the world should they be paid to cover it? Well, yeah, it seems to me that they're promoting something that they deem dangerous. That's they're, right. They're encouraging this by talking about it and writing about it and making money off of it. So, yeah, it is hypocritical. You, can't, you really can't have it both ways. I did see, though, that there are NCAA rules, Clay, that will prohibit Nick Saban from doing any kind of communicating with his team from his home. Yeah. Uh, so it's rule 1411B. Uh, the only communication What's a coach can have, I don't know what the penalty is, but it says the only communication a coach can have is from the press box. Can't do anything from his home or have any kind of technology that could ha- allow him to communicate from his home. Oh, like, what, what, what are they going to do, though? He, if he's on a cell phone, yeah, that's what could, I'm saying. He, could like he how, call in at halftime? You're not, and, sp- yeah. you're not supposed to, yeah, at halftime, I would think certainly he could have a conversation with the coaches when they're in the locker room. You're not supposed to have like a cell phone on the sideline. I know this when I wrote... Uh, one of my books uh, on Rocky Top, I was on the sideline and I would occasionally you know, pull my, po- my cell phone out of my pocket and check and see what was going on. You're not supposed to have cell phones or communication devices like those on the sideline, but I don't know what the penalty actually is. So if you're Nick Saban and you make the decision to do that, what would they actually do to Alabama? Like Maybe you can look it up during one of the commercial breaks and see what sort of penalty could be levied. I don't see how they could have a significant penalty that would actually make sense in a big way. All right, we're going to go down to Alabama in this next segment with my guy Lance Taylor. A lot of times he joins us, 94.5 jocks down in Birmingham on Fridays. With the Saban news, uh, we decided to bring him in this morning. So he is going to join us next. By the way, if you love OutKick, and I know many of you do, 
encourage you to go sign up for the OutKick VIP right now. You get the ability. We'll open up phone lines here in a little bit today. You get the ability to call in uh, and react. You also get the ability comment on all of our articles. We're setting up new events for Jason Whitlock, myself, all of our employees. You'll be able to interact with us. All that and more. Go sign up for the OutKick VIP today. Be sure to catch live editions of OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their firestone test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we head down to Birmingham, Alabama, where they're about to play outside of Birmingham in Tuscaloosa. 
a big game between Alabama and Georgia. The Bulldogs rolling into town, number three in the country. Alabama, I believe, is number two or vice versa, one way or the other. It's a big game. LT, I want to start there. Uh, All of these people that I call the Corona Bros in sports media who have been obsessively sharing every positive test and they want to constantly lecture us about how unsafe it is to play college football. How much out there do you feel it's hypocritical for those same people to spend Monday through Friday telling us how unsafe and awful it is that football's happening and then come Saturday and Sunday, they're writing about games, they might be traveling to them, they're tweeting about them. Isn't that insanely hypocritical? If it's not safe to play, isn't it not safe for you to be covering it as well? Shouldn't you actually practice what you preach? Uh, yeah, uh, I think we're all hypocrites to a degree, Clay. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean, you got players, and you know, uh, different people have opted out during this whole thing. And if you're one of those that truly believes that, why not opt out? Um, yeah. It is very hypocritical. Um, strange times. I don't get it. Um, but boy, big news yesterday, man. That was that was a bomb. I, I I mean, it was like, you know, when you get one of these celebrity deaths, I can't even compare it to something. I'm trying to think of the last, maybe Michael Jackson, Prince, when one of those guys passed away, and it was like every text you got, can you believe what, you know, what just went down? I mean, that was kind of the way this spread yesterday with the news of Nick Saban uh, testing positive for COVID. So what's the impact? Uh, what do you think, for, first of all, He's out, and we were just running through some of the rules. His involvement on Saturday, although I don't know how it's policed, right? Like, if Nick Saban has a secret, uh, you know, technology that allows, and I shouldn't say secret technology, I'm sure it exists, but if Nick Saban somehow is wearing a headset, sitting in his living room, able to hear everything that's being said at Brian Denny Stadium, that wouldn't surprise me. And I don't know what punishment would exist if he's able to watch an all 22 from his house or from, you know, his office at home or wherever he is and occasionally be patched into his coaches. I don't know how that would be proven and I don't know what the penalty would be. Do you agree with me that if it's possible yeah, to happen? Yeah, I, I, I do. And you know what I go back to? Because we kind of joked about this earlier in the season and even in the off season. you know, if some high-profile coach contracted COVID – would he be able to pull a Hugh Freeze? I mean, yeah. you remember Hugh Freeze oh, yeah. going from hospital bed to dental chair. Yes. If he's able to do this from one of these suites at Liberty, uh, Alabama's got a ton of suites, and I'm sure any booster would clear their suite just to put Nick Saban in there with any healthcare official. And I don't understand why Saban couldn't coach from up there. I mean, you've got coaches from coaching for the press box, and I know this Rule 1411B is very specific that only allows voice communications between the press box and the team area, um, which I don't know why that on, that only voice communication couldn't be Nick Saban's. Um, so I'm, I'm a little confused. I don't think we've got just one black and white rule on COVID uh, disallowing any coaches from being involved here. I mean, I would think that there would be some kind of loophole. Can you imagine if this game came down to a you know crucible decision and Sark just screwed it up? I mean, I mean, because this is... You know, you and I, for instance, have sat around and debated what's the value of a top college football coach on the sideline during a game. This is one of the great college football NFL debates that's ever existed, right? What's Belichick worth on the sideline for a game? What's Saban worth? Well, Vegas is telling us around two and a half points, which is a pretty big move. It's a bigger move for uh, for Nick Saban on the sideline than for any player other than the quarterback, right? So basically, Nick Saban, other than the quarterback, and a lot of times it depends on how much the drop-off is from one quarterback to another, but that's a pretty substantial move. No, look, I've told people before, when it, when it comes down to a number, uh, let's hypothetically say that Dalvin Cook is out for the Minnesota Vikings. Well, you've got Alexander Madison, and that number's not going to move at all. It might move a half point, as good yeah. as Dalvin Cook is. The only person that is going to move the number, if Kirk Cousins doesn't start, as average as he is, still maybe a bad example there, but it's only a quarterback. And I've never seen this with a head coach, and I had some local bookmakers that I talked to last night, and they had people already hammering Georgia plus four. Yeah. I think this was going to be some kind of major impact. And then I got a question thrown at me that, that I've got to throw out on our show later today. If you really asked Alabama fans, would they rather have Nick Saban in this game or Mac Jones, who's been incredible through three games for Alabama? 
I think the majority, I mean, the right answer is probably Mac Jones. Yep. You know, with Bryce Young, a, a true freshman unproven. going against the Georgia defense. Yeah, unproven. Um, but people just believe, and Nick Saban is that important. And you mentioned Sarkeesian, and look, and we've seen him with pretty big programs. I mean, Washington, not nearly the program that Alabama is, but he was very average, 34 and 29. At USC, a big time program, he was 12 and 6, very average. Um, I think it's different. I think he has uh, gotten better as a play caller. He's probably gotten more mature as a head coach or when he will become a head coach. So, you know, I mean, this is a big deal. Um, is it going to affect the outcome? Possibly. I didn't really know who I liked in this game before this, but I think now with all the distractions, I kind of like Alabama a little bit to regroup. Um, you mentioned the sideline decision-making. Sark on the offensive side, Alabama has looked really good. Defensively, Alabama has looked awful. I mean, they have oh. looked like the worst defense of the Nick Saban era, and I'm not just talking about what happened against Ole Miss. They didn't look that good in the second half against uh, Missouri. Now, you can say, oh, they brought some people in, but Basilak, uh, you know, the backup quarterback there, had some success. And then they didn't look great in terms of yardage allowed against Texas A&M. And now Nick Saban's not on the sideline. He's not able to work and practice the same way that he might have been normally. That's where I'm more concerned is the defensive side of the ball. Well, yeah. I mean, look, if you go back Saturday night against Ole Miss, um, I mean, for them to give up 647 yards of offense to a first-year head coach, look, and Lane Kiffin obviously knows this Alabama program well, and Lane Kiffin is one of the best play callers in all of college football. But Matt Corral looked like an NFL quarterback. I mean, yeah. mistake-free. They couldn't get him off the field. Uh, now, the good news for Alabama is, I mean, this offense, you can make an argument, this is the best offense Nick Saban's had. We can even go back to the two offense from last year when he was healthy. I mean, this offense is deadly. So, you know, Alabama's going to be able to outscore a lot of opponents. You know, the difference here on Saturday is they're going to see an elite defense, maybe the best defense in college football. I mean, Georgia's the only SEC team that hasn't allowed a rushing touchdown this season. Um, I mean, you watched them against your Vols last week after kind of that shaky first half. I mean, they laid it down, outscoring the Vols 27-0 in the second half. The thing for Georgia, though, and I don't know what you think, Clay, Stetson Bennett's okay. You know, yeah. he hasn't made any mistakes. He's been really efficient. Is Stetson Bennett going to be able to roll into Bryant Denny? And although this defense is on shaky ground right now, is he going to be able to make plays? I'm just just kind of sitting back and waiting for Stetson Bennett to make a mistake or two. Yeah, look, for Kirby Smart, I'm not sure you can get a better opportunity to pull off an upset. You have a 25% capacity Bryant Denny, so you're going to be able to communicate with your team, and the overwhelming nature of playing this game is not going to be anywhere near what it would be with 100,000 people there. Now, maybe Alabama will fudge the numbers, uh, you know, like we saw at Kyle Field, and it'll be louder and more uh, more complete uh, in terms of the number of people there than normal. And now you're not even going to have to coach against Nick Saban on the opposing sideline. Do you think this counts, by the way, if Kirby Smart wins? Does this count as Saban losing to a opponent, or does this uh, loss go on Sark? You know, I think the first time this question has been posed, I think it's an interesting one because we know the numbers. Saban now twenty-one and zero all time against, against the assistance. Assistance. Yeah, yeah, and nineteen of those games decided by double digits, including that one over Lane Kiffin. Although that game was a lot tighter than sixty-three forty-eight, um, I think you would have to put an asterisk because Nick Saban's actually not coaching in this game, so I wouldn't think it counts. Um, so by that, by looking at that angle, Clay, you probably are onto something. Georgia probably wins this game. Um, because Nick Saban's not going to be there, and that stat that has been pretty incredible because those are pretty good assistant coaches with pretty good programs um, for it to be twenty one and zero is pretty amazing. So, question for you, kind of looking forward, how much are these tickets costing? Right, you you usually yeah. are pretty plugged in with the ticket market. Usually, a game like this would be what seven eight hundred dollars to get in for decent seats. Now that there's only twenty five percent seat availability, what do the numbers look like? Okay, so a couple of weeks ago, I had some friends go to the A&M game. Um, they said it was just really a sterile, boring environment. They wouldn't go back. A get-in to Texas A&M, when A&M was ranked, what, 11th, 12th, 13th, whatever the number was back then, a get-in ticket was $75. Talk to our oh, that's not bad. A couple of, yeah, a couple of days ago, though, they said get-in. Well, on this one was 350 to 375 I think good tickets are around $500 each. This is just one of those hyped-up games we haven't seen – Georgia come to Tuscaloosa since Nick Saban's first year with Alabama back in 2007, a game that Matt, Matt Stafford wins in overtime, first play in overtime. Uh, so it's been a while. You that know, was the Britney years. Spears game, right? That was the Britney Spears game. Yeah, the better way to look at it than the Matt Stafford game. Yeah. Yes, that was the Mike Patrick 
Britney Spears comment. So it's been a long time, and, you know, Georgia fans, they've been chomping at the bit to finally get Alabama and get Alabama at home. Um, so this is a pretty big ticket. Um, I've got no desire to pay $500 to go sit in, you know, a, a one-fourth capacity stadium. I mean, you did it the other night for the Titans and Bills. I mean, it might be fun with the kids, um, but a game of this magnitude, I'd rather sit on the couch and watch it. LT, we appreciate the time, my man. We will uh, talk to you again. Enjoy the game. Yeah, enjoy the weekend. T-click. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. All right, so I teased this as we went to break. Uh, The last time that Georgia played Alabama in Tuscaloosa was 2007, 13 years ago. And that was back, if you're wondering about what was going on in 2007, you had no Sean Marino at running back for Georgia. Matthew Stafford was the quarterback, uh, still in college at the time. And Georgia went on the road and beat Alabama. That was the first year, I believe, of Nick Saban. Second year. Uh, first year? I can't remember. I'm trying to think right now in my head. Uh, what What year was that? I think that was the first year of Nick Saban in Alabama, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can correct Dub, look that up and confirm, but I think 2007 was the first year Nick Saban was in Alabama. Georgia goes on the road. Okay, that's correct. First year for Nick Saban in Alabama. Georgia goes on the road, wins in overtime, but memorably, Mike Patrick and Todd Blackledge are calling this game, and in overtime, out of nowhere, Mike Patrick decides to bring up Britney Spears. This is amazing. Listen to it and remember it if you had forgotten about it. I have an important question. Go ahead. What is Britney doing with her life? Who? Britney. Britney who? Spears. What is she doing with her career? (laughs) Why do we care at this point? Is she here? (laughs) <laughs> I don't think so. Is she a football fan? Oh, I'm sure she is. That is one of the all-time most <laughs> unbelievable interjections. Who? It's overtime of Alabama, Georgia. This is a pre-Twitter age. And, Mike, I still want to know, like, I would like to know an oral history of how that came up. Did Mike Patrick have a bet he was trying to win where people were like, oh, I bet you won't mention Britney Spears during the Georgia-Alabama game? Todd Blackledge seems totally befuddled by the fact that it was brought up. Was it in any way planned? Like, I would love, is Mike Patrick, does anybody know how to track down Mike Patrick? That's a good question. Is he active on social media? Is he in any, can we, and some, I would like to hear Mike Patrick explain that Britney Spears discussion. One of the theories was that he was trying to break the tension, but it was so random. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, there was certainly a, a ton of tension. Like, I would like to hear from him, what was he thinking? This is a pre-Twitter era. So you can only imagine what would have happened on Twitter if that had happened, you know, nowadays, where everybody's going to immediately react to it. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts 
people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by Dr. David Chow at Pro Football Doc. You can follow him on Twitter there. And first off, we've been talking a lot during the course of the program, Dr. Chow, about Nick Saban testing positive for COVID and whether he might try and, uh, and be involved in coaching the game, even though he's not allowed to be physically present. Um, what do you think from a, uh, from a coach perspective – We've had Florida State coach Mike Norvell test positive. Nick Saban is by far the most common coach, uh, most most well-known, I should say, coach to test positive during the season so far. But we asked the question, um, I can't even remember a coach not coaching a football game during the regular season. When you were the team doctor for the San Diego Chargers, were there ever situations where the coaches were so sick that you remember them not being on the sideline? Or was it basically understood that during the regular season, they were pretty much going to be there no matter what? I think that's the football mentality, right? I mean, you're going to be there no matter what. I mean, uh, I remember one time Coach North Turner had an emergency appendectomy on Friday and coached on Sunday. Um you know, and it even extended, not trying to talk about me, but uh, I remember I had a neck surgery fusion and, and flew to the with the team three days later to uh, Australia for the preseason game because, you know, 
things, you know, preseason and training camp was still going on. That's the mentality. You expect players to play through stuff and, and coaches set the tone and tempo. And, uh, you know, think about this, forget Nick Saban, I'm, you know, and hopefully Nick Saban will be fine. But Ron Rivera's coaching has cancer right now. Yes. He's undergoing chemotherapy and is coaching through. When you mentioned like Norv Turner, for instance, having an appendectomy on Friday and coaching on Sunday, was he on the sideline? Was he in the in the uh, up in the in the press box? What was the situation there? Oh, he was on the sideline. I mean, that's pretty crazy, right? I had an appendectomy. I mean, most people would not be back at full work two days later. Well, uh, you know, I actually uh, probably should have rechecked with Norv, <laughs> you know, in, in terms of if he wanted that story, uh, story out there. But sorry, uh, Coach, but, uh, he's in San Diego. But, I'll I mean, it's em- it's emblematic of what the larger storyline is. I mean, Ron Rivera this year has been public with the fact that he has cancer. I mean, he's literally sometimes being treated for cancer-related issues associated with his chemotherapy during halftime, right? I mean, I've seen some headlines and stories about that, but is there any doubt that if Nick Saban had had, for instance, the flu, first of all, that he would have never told anybody, and second, that he would have been on the sideline for a game as big as Georgia? Yeah, if he had, you know, if this were 2019 and he had influenza, he'd be there, right? I mean, And, I think, and uh, sorry to cut you off, Doc, but if he had the flu and he wasn't there on the sideline, fans would be like, man, what in the world's up with Nick Saban? Why isn't he coaching with the flu? Well, I think we talked about a little bit this summer when when uh, the, last dance, the last dance era. Yeah, the Jordan like, flu game, yeah. That's not going to ever happen anymore. The Jordan flu game isn't there anymore because of the worry and the restrictions. And on a related note for fans, if you really look at all the injury reports this year and the practice reports, there's a lot more illness on there. Yeah. And for fans, it's not that teams are trying to hide COVID. It's that in the past, if you got a cold or the flu, you stayed in the building and maybe you were limited practice, unless you were really contagious with something. Now, if you have a temperature, you have any illness, you are sent home and you're not even there in the facility. So now they have to be accounted for differently on the injury report. Their DNP, they weren't even at the facility, and illness. So you'll notice that a lot more. You already see it, but you'll notice a lot more as flu season rolls around. So the Titans played on Tuesday night. They have had the biggest outbreak of any team so far. They are starting to bring back all of the guys that have tested positive, but they played very, very well. What is the the guys who were not positive? What is the shortest amount of time that you have seen that somebody can go from testing positive for COVID to testing negative and being back and able to play because it looks like there's a decent chance that all of the Titans that tested positive are going to be back to play against the Texans, meaning that the way it ends up working out, nobody will miss more than one game. That's about right. Right now, uh, depending on when you test positive, uh, you're going to miss about one game. Now, Cam Newton, in theory, could have missed two, right? Because the Chiefs game, but then they got the schedule change and the bye for the Denver game. Otherwise, he would have missed it, but he's now going to play. So it's about 10 or so days from when you test positive, 10 days plus one. So a little under two weeks. So it depends on the timing. So if Cam you test New- positive early, yeah, early week, you're going to play, miss one game. Late week, you're going to miss two. So Cam Newton tests positive, and it appears other than Stephon Gilmore, there isn't anybody that's been directly traced back to him to potentially have been positive. That means in theory that maybe the Patriots have done a good job of kind of clamping this thing down, right? If you want to, if you want to think about the positive and how it spreads, that the Cam uh, positive test did not really lead to any outbreak. And we previously have seen I believe it was one of the defensive backs for the Atlanta Falcons tested positive, and that didn't really spread anywhere else either. Well, that's been the norm that when there have been singular positives, even when they're proven to be true positives, there hasn't been spread. The The Patriots, though, I don't know how they counted close contacts, but one could argue that it didn't spread except for Stephon Gilmore having dinner with Cam Newton. But there were 20 people on a different plane that were labeled close contacts. And really, the 
the, and we've written about this at OutKick, to be proactive rather than reactive, there should be no close contact. Right. And this way you don't have spread for sure. Um, what is standing out to you as the NFL has had to obviously start to reconfigure their schedule in a big way? Do you think the NFL is going to have to add that sort of 18th week to the season before all is said and done? Well, I, I actually do, and I think it's inevitable. Remember, flu season is still coming, and is there going to be a new rise in COVID cases? Nobody knows, but there is that risk. But right now, the schedule makers have worked a lot of magic. There were eight changes, right? Uh, four Charger games were changed to make this most recent round of things work. How many times can they pull a rabbit out of a hat? If this happens again, you know, do they really have room? And as bye weeks are already eaten up, there's no more room to move or maneuver. And it's not like baseball where you can play a double header. So I think that you're going to run out of room, and then you can't just say you're not going to play the game because they're going to say, well, you, you hooked up the Titans, you hooked up the Patriots. Well, you know, what about us just for competitive balance? So uh, I, I think with the season being this young, uh, the likelihood is an 18th week or more. It seems also that the idea of punishing teams has taken a turn in the direction of that not happening, uh, even in the wake of the Titan outbreak and the fact that they've gotten things back on schedule in some way if the Titans play Sunday. In general, do you think that the NFL is going to lean against extreme punitive action in regards to these just because it's so difficult to prove exactly where some somebody might have been exposed? Well, yeah, that's true. But, you know, really what it gets down to is if there's blatant disregard for the rules. Like everyone knows the rules are ever-changing and they're difficult. And, and, you know, it's one thing if you're going down the highway and going 70. It's another if you're going 120, you know. And, uh, you know, the Titans so far, they certainly were, quote, speeding. They didn't do everything right. But the NFL seems to be either protecting them or saying, hey, look, they weren't perfect, but there wasn't willful disregard. What else? Okay, so we talked a lot about COVID here with the Cam story and with the Titans and everything else. What else is standing out to you as we get forward and get close to uh, to kickoff? There's no Thursday night game this week, so it would be into the weekend, the Sunday or the Monday. Well, what's standing out is how beat up the offensive lines are around the league. Uh, you know, you look at the Eagles and they're decimated, uh, you know, especially now with Lane Johnson. So four out of five spots and Jason Kelsey has a hip issue. The Cowboys offensive line is decimated with both right, both tackles in the center and the left guard, Connor Williams, still recovering from an ACL. And now you look at the Steelers. Zach Banner's already out with an ACL. David DeCastro with abdomen. And his backup with Snooski's already been out. And uh, Mike Pouncey now with the foot is uh, in question. So the whole right side of the line. And that seems to be the hardest hit area uh, around the, the league. Even the Jets throw them in, and uh, obviously that affects a lot of games. Uh, we appreciate the time. Encourage everybody to go read everything that, uh, that Dr. Chow has at Pro Football Doc on Twitter and also at Outkick.com, as well as Pro Football, a website that he runs as well. Thanks, my man. Thank you. This is Outkick, the coverage with Clay Travis. your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Roger that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!